Hey, what's up? This is Austin Bollinger, founder of DailyNewYears.com, coming at you with another episode of the Daily New Year's podcast. Today, I'm talking about how you can become a morning person, uh, even if you're a night owl. This is how you can become a morning person using six simple steps to get better sleep and to train yourself to get up earlier every morning. Here we go. So a lot of times I get pushed back on this topic because people say, well, I'm a night owl. I do my best work at night. And that may be true because I used to be a night owl as well. Uh, I would stay up well beyond the point at which my wife would fall asleep watching TV. And then I would work on my computer to the wee hour of the morning. And uh, it, because it was my quiet time, it, I almost never got interrupted. I really enjoyed that. And I was always thinking, you know, I'm too busy getting pulled into a hundred different directions to get the focused work I need to get done, done during the day or at the office. And so I would save that high focus work until the nighttime. And I always wanted to spend the evenings with my wife, Callie. And so that's why I would uh, put off the work until after she would fall asleep. I would spend time with her. We'd watch TV together until about nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. And then I would work until midnight, one o'clock in the morning and then try to get up on time feeling refreshed to go to work, which almost never worked for me. So I fell into this trap that so many of us over here in the Western Hemisphere fall into. I almost became too busy to get good quality sleep, which to me now, now that I've changed these habits, you know, over the last couple of years seems absurd to me. Uh, but maybe you're falling into this trap as well. You just keep jamming more stuff into your day and therefore you keep staying up later. You wake up right before you have to get to work. You rush around in the morning uh, to try to get to the office or wherever it is that you work. And it's just the hustle and bustle all the time. And I think this leads to a lot of stress and I think it leads to a lot of anxiety. So I would get about seven hours of sleep every single night, but I was doing uh, what I thought to be good work uh, late at night, but really I think I was doing mediocre work at best. And then on top of that, I was getting poor quality sleep because I was staying up too late and I was going to bed almost frustrated with my lack of progress for the day. So as I was laying in bed, I was thinking about all the stuff that I didn't get done and what I was going to have to do the next day. So it was really a vicious, vicious cycle. I would wake up in the morning feeling really exhausted and I would do the same thing that many other people do is I would tell everybody I'm a night owl. And uh, I could not have been more wrong. And today's podcast is really about that. I won't spend a whole lot of time going on about the endless benefits of sleep, uh, better focus, productivity, health, and on and on and on. You can find tons of articles on the internet about that. And I will link to an article on Healthline in the show notes, the description below. So if you're listening to this post and you do want to read a little bit more on the scientific benefits of sleep, you can check that out. What I want to talk to you today about is how you can get better quality sleep, get more done in your day, be more focused and productive, which is going to help you achieve more goals in the long run just by changing a little bit of your daily pattern and your sleep patterns and by getting up a little bit earlier and going to bed a little bit earlier. So step number one is changing your mindset from that of a night owl to an early riser. And as the saying goes, the first step is always the hardest, and this is certainly the hardest step. So you've probably trained yourself over several years, maybe even decades, that you're a night owl. And it's going to take some work to change that mindset. But I've read countless studies and articles 
that talk about how getting up earlier and closer to the sunrise is actually much better for your internal circadian rhythm. And if you're not familiar with what uh, circadian rhythm is, it's basically just your internal uh, time clock that tells you when you should be going to sleep, when you should be waking up. And for most of us, our bodies are hardwired uh, to follow along with the circadian rhythm. Because we're so busy and because we're trying to get so much done, most of us fight against that. And if we want to be more productive and more focused throughout the day, we need to try to get into a better alignment with that rhythm. And if you're anything like me, when I first started researching this, I thought, okay, well, if I get seven to eight hours of sleep, when, why does it matter what time it is? And so as I started kind of looking into this, I thought, well, if that is truly the case, why not shift my eight hours of sleep to an earlier point in the evening? So I reasoned that if I started getting up earlier and started my day, I would have the same amount of quiet time as I did staying up till 1130 or 12 at night, except for this way, I would get my most challenging tasks, uh, the, the stuff that I was trying to use the quiet time for in the evenings, I would get those challenging tasks done first thing in the morning before my wife woke up. So again, you know, if I'm getting up really early, she's asleep and I can sit in my home office and really get a lot of focused work done. That's not to say my wife is a distraction. That's not what I mean to say at all. I just find that when I'm by myself, I can really dive into some deep, deep work. And when she's awake, my dogs are running around and inevitably my focus gets broken. So anyway, this also helped me free up my evenings. So by shifting my challenging focus driven task to the first thing in the morning when I wake up, now I have my evenings to spend with my wife completely uninterrupted and I'm not waiting for her to fall asleep so I can go get some work done. Instead, she and I can spend the evening together and I'm not thinking about work. And then when she falls asleep or is ready to go to bed, I can go to bed too. So this put our schedules back into uh, a synchronized pattern and she and I are more on the same page now. So even though I started off thinking of myself as a night owl, it was easier for me to shift my thinking to being an early riser when I started thinking about, okay, this, I got the same amount of time in the morning. I can go to bed earlier, spend more time with my wife. And so once I started looking at some of the reasons why shifting to an early riser mindset would be better, it was much easier to pull off. All right, so once you shift your mindset, then you need to start moving into the actual practical steps for making this possible. And for me, step number two of uh, becoming a morning person starts with prepping your morning, uh, your morning routine the night before. And for me, if step number one, shifting your mindset is the hardest step, then number two is the easiest step. Whatever you're planning to do in the morning, whether it's go to the gym, do some studying, some reading, uh, what, do some work for the office, whatever it is that you're planning on doing in the morning, lay everything out and get everything prepped the night before. So if you're going to the gym, lay out your gym shoes, your clothes, charge your earbuds. If you roll with Bluetooth earbuds, set out some breakfast, uh, do whatever it is that you need to do. That way, when you roll out of bed in the morning, you don't have to consciously think about getting all that stuff together. If you're going to wake up in the morning and do some journaling, write a blog, read a book, make sure the night before you prep your coffee pot, lay out the book you're going to read or the journal that you're going to write in and make sure you tidy up your desk the night before. Uh, that way, when you wake up in the morning, you can just dive right into that thing that you're wanting to do. The goal here is that you want to be able to jump out of your bed and be started on your task within the first five minutes of being awake. 
Don't give yourself any reason, any reason at all to talk yourself into sleeping in. The more that you have to do in the morning to get ready for your task, the less likely you're going to do it. You're going to convince yourself that it's too much trouble and you're going to wind up laying in bed, falling back asleep, and your morning is going to be a bust. So that's the primary goal here is to remove any obstacles in the morning that might stop you from doing this. Prep as much as you have to to be successful. Don't wait until bedtime to do it. Prep your morning well before you feel like crashing into bed. Otherwise, you may just opt into the mindset of, it's 10 o'clock, I want to go to bed. I will just prep my stuff in the morning or I'll just grab it on the go. Chances are you won't. Okay, so step number three is also pretty easy and it's a little bit common sense, but start small at first. You know, significant changes take time, and that's why whenever I started shifting from a night owl mentality to an early riser mentality, I didn't just start getting up at 4.45, which is when I'm getting up five days a week now. So for me, I had been getting up at 7.30 uh, to try to get into the office by 8.30, so I decided to start getting up at 6.30, which was just one hour earlier, and that one hour earlier wasn't all that difficult. Uh, Not nearly as difficult as it would have been to jump straight into 4.45 a.m. That would just been a recipe for disaster. Trust me, I've I've tried it before and I've gotten up a little earlier spontaneously here and there to go hunting or things like that. And jumping from a 7.30 wake up time to a 4.45 wake up time is just not going to work out too well. So by starting small, Just try to get up 20, 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour at most earlier than you have been in the past for what you're used to. All it's going to take to ruin your whole outlook on this early riser mentality is to overdo it for a few days, jump straight into getting up at 5 a.m. from 7.30. You're going to get really tired, probably to the point of exhaustion. You're going to get cranky and nobody likes anybody that's cranky. Uh, And that's going to lead you to give up. And that might cause you to give up on this whole early morning mentality altogether. And that's the last thing we want. So moving on to step number four, this one really saved my butt in the beginning. I don't much rely on it now, uh, but set multiple alarms and avoid the snooze button. The snooze button is the hardest part, but setting two alarms is a lifesaver. And I do have a disclaimer for this one. So if you have a significant other This step's pretty simple, but it could cause your partner to get a little annoyed in the morning, especially if you have days where you're setting two alarm clocks, they're both going off and you're hitting the snooze button repeatedly. Uh, That's going to be pretty annoying for your partner. Uh, So I always did this when I started. I set two alarms, one on my phone as the primary and one on my regular alarm clock 10 minutes past my main alarm clock. So if somehow in my sleepy state of mind in the morning, I turned off my smartphone alarm and deactivated it. 10 minutes later, my real alarm clock would go off as a backup. So in the beginning, I was snoozing the phone, snoozing the alarm, and then they'd be both going off together after the the snooze delay. And suddenly my wife's hand would come out of somewhere in the darkness and smack me in the face because she was getting annoyed. Uh, Who could blame her? It was kind of a rough transitional period, but it didn't really last too long. Uh, I was snoozing the alarms without even realizing it in the beginning. I just didn't know I was doing it because I was so tired that I think I was doing it in my sleep. But once I became used to the new wake-up time, I rarely snoozed the alarms or really even needed a backup alarm, even though uh, I still do that sometimes when I'm feeling particularly tired. Another reason that snoozing is terrible, just besides being annoying to anybody that might be sharing the bedroom with you, is that you're conditioning yourself to wake up after a set number of snoozes. 
Uh, you want to train yourself to jump up, jump out of bed at the first alarm. That's going to be better for you in the long run. You're going to get better sleep. So if the last 40 minutes of your sleep is the snooze alarm going off uh, every five minutes, that sleep's not going to be a good quality sleep anyway. And so you may as well just jump up on the first alarm, set it for when you want to wake up. Don't set it 20 minutes before you want to wake up with the plan of snoozing it for 20 minutes. Just train yourself to jump out of bed and get going on your tasks, and you're going to be glad that you did. All right, step number five is stay consistent and lock in that habit. So the biggest mistake I made at first was giving myself the chance to sleep in on Wednesdays to quote-unquote recharge. Uh, That only made it harder to get out of bed on Thursday because it felt like Monday all over again, and that's not what anybody wants. Nobody wants two Mondays every week, trust me. So you need to set a time and stay consistent with it to give your internal time clock and circadian rhythm a chance to reset to your new schedule. I recommend getting up the same time Monday through Friday to help lock in this new habit, and you can have a pass on Saturday and Sunday, uh, but I wouldn't go from getting up at 6.30 you know, throughout the week and then sleeping in till 11 on Saturday and Sunday. That's going to make Monday really difficult. So I get up at 4.45 throughout the week, and on the weekends I tend to get up around 8, and that's quite a bit of extra sleep, but it's not so much that Monday is a shock to me. Once you get in about four to six weeks, getting up at this time is going to become second nature to you. And so one technique that I use is once I started getting up at 6.30 for four, five, six weeks, then I got up at six for a while, and then I got up at 5.30 for a while, and I kept slowly getting up earlier until now, 4.45 is pretty easy. Granted, I do go to bed at 9, 9.30 every night. All right, the last step is to set a bedtime and stick to it. So as I just indicated, my bedtime is about 9 or 9.30. And I know what you're thinking, we're not six years old anymore. Nobody's gonna tell us when to go to bed. But trust me, if you wanna set a good solid morning routine, you also need a good solid steady bedtime routine. You know, my bedtime routine is getting all my gym gear ready, getting everything set. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm usually at the gym within 10 minutes of waking up, maybe 15. uh, And it wouldn't be possible if it weren't for my bedtime and my evening routine. So what I recommend is decide on how much sleep you want to get, if that's eight hours, nine hours, whatever it is, and then work backwards from that. So if you're getting up at 630 and you want to get eight hours of sleep, then you need to be sleeping by 10.30. And to be sleeping by 10.30, generally you're gonna wanna start getting ready for bed about 10, depending on how much stuff you have to do. Me personally, I just wash my face, brush my teeth, and jump into bed. My wife takes a little bit longer, but that's okay. Just factor that into your nighttime routine and make sure you give yourself plenty of time to get the amount of sleep that you want. Once you've got your bedtime picked out and your nighttime routine set, The key is to stick to it. So there's going to be some days where you feel like staying up later because maybe you didn't get enough stuff done that day. Try to resist this urge because once you stay up too late, the next morning you're going to be tempted to sleep in and it's a very slippery slope uh, for your whole routine falling apart. Trust me, I've been there. So you're better off to stick to your bedtime, stick to your morning routine and try to get those things done the next day that maybe you didn't get done today. All right, so those are my six tips for becoming a morning person, even if you've been a night owl for many, many years. If you stick to these six tips, you should be well on your way to becoming a morning person. It will take time, 
to install these habits and build these routines. So don't get discouraged, stick with it and stay positive. The last thing, speaking of positivity, the last thing I'll say about becoming a morning person is since I've been getting up at 445, going to the gym and coming home uh, to get some work done before I go to the office is that I never really realized just how beautiful mornings can be. So usually on the drive home from the gym at six or 630 back to my house, I typically see some of the most beautiful sunrises And I can't believe how many years I missed out on those. I'm typically a huge fan of the winter months, but now I'm used to seeing those sunrises every morning and I'm going to miss them. So as it starts getting darker earlier and getting sunlight later, I'm really going to miss those sunrises. But man, mornings are just so beautiful. It's so peaceful out. It's so quiet. I like to look out my window and see the sun come up as I'm riding. And if that doesn't sound appealing, I don't know what does. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you found some value in it. I know that if you give this a shot, you're going to love it. You're going to see your productivity absolutely soar, which will ultimately lead to so much more success with your goal setting. And that's what I'm all about, setting big goals for yourself and making sure that you crush them. So if you found value in this episode, please consider sharing it with family, friends, coworkers, anybody that might be around you that could benefit from this information. I'm really trying to build a community around the daily New Year's philosophy. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever that is, please make sure to subscribe and leave a rating there if you don't mind. I'd really love to grow the show and reach a much broader audience because I really believe in the idea of daily New Year's, that we can all be better every day. We can all strive for continual improvement. There's no need to prolong our goals and our growth till the end of the year or the first day of the year. I really want to spread that message. So if you could share this episode with three of your closest friends or family and leave a rating, I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. And if you're loving what you're hearing so far, please visit dailynewyears.com for tons of great content like this, awesome blog articles, and so much more. And please follow me on Instagram at Daily New Years. And until next time, take care.